BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Well, we really should say good afternoon. You know, we are technically on vacation, so this podcast is coming out a little later than usual. It's like an afternoon toast because the bucolic nature of our surroundings have just caused us to delay a little bit. Yeah, we were just enjoying, you know, living life. And we just have to get the episode out on Thursday. Yes. They never said anything about the morning. They we said that. Yeah, no, we definitely set ourselves up for failure when we named the show The Morning Toast. Yeah. No, just on days like today. But, like, the episode will be here on Thursday. You, a lot of people listen Friday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Sunday. It is our Monday. final episode of the week. And we wanted to be ready for when we recorded it. And you might be hearing some gorgeous sounds, birds chirping, fresh air. And that's because we've done, we're doing something we've never done before, and that's podcast outside. Now I know what you're thinking, Claudia, the elements. There's no wind today. It's really a gorgeous day and it sounds kind of crazy, but I think the audio is going to be premium. We have like new microphones. I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited too. I'm also really excited because I'm joined today by Joseph Stalin. Because <laughs> oh my God. Claudia. Crazy. You're fucking unhinged. <laughs> Claudia is being crazy. Am I? You were just like being Stalin-esque. Okay. I'm like, Jackie, we literally have to get the podcast no, out. No, I know, but like Harry was having a gorgeous moment. We're all For like sure. sitting around. Also, we're like testing the audio and you could hear him in the background crying so I was like let's move somewhere else and she was like no he has all set up yeah okay and Harry Harry's literally 14 pounds I'm a thousand like Mm -hmm. for him to move versus me moving it was a considerate thing for him to do let's be honest yeah and it's not every day that you hear Stalin on a podcast no it's exclusive interview (laughs) with (laughs) Joseph Stalin like you've never seen him before (laughs) so Joseph what inspires you Honestly, I listen to this podcast called The Morning Totes. Those girls are amazing. And it just gets you in the mood. It gets me in the mood. To start your day. I do resent you calling me Stalin for a multitude of reasons, mostly because I really was not being that crazy. Like, it's two o'clock. We got to get the pot out. No, I wasn't disagreeing with you. It's just like, there's a beautiful moment. And sometimes you need to acknowledge, take stop, acknowledge the space that you're in and like, what's two minutes difference on getting the podcast out versus two minutes of watching like a precious human life. I'll explain it to you. Thank you for asking. Um, we're on vacation for four more days. There will be so many beautiful Harry moments and we have to work. Like we got our fucking asses up and we didn't work this morning and I let it slide. I let it slide. But then two o'clock comes and we got to go. Okay. Well, also something that I want to talk about that I was mentioning to you last night before you slipped into Stalin mode. So I don't, Stop it. I don't know if you heard me. But I was telling you yesterday, I did something that I've never done. I don't even remember. Maybe I really was in Stalin. No, and I did it and it was so great. And you need to do it. So you need to keep an open mind. Oh, I remember. This bullshittery. If I'm Stalin, then you are like 
God, what's his name? Gandhi. Dalai Lama. I am Mahatma Gandhio. Yeah. <laughs> no, because yesterday I did a meditation. Yeah. Yep, I know. Even though that kind of seems on brand for me these days. Yeah. I have my aura ring and I was like going a mile a minute yesterday and I could not relax, but I had like 30 minutes to close my eyes, but wouldn't be able to fall asleep because just like my brain couldn't mm-hmm. turn it off. So I was like, you know what? Let me try a meditation. After about five minutes of acknowledging my finger, my pinky, mm-hmm. my toe, I slipped into a really lovely cat nap. Wow. It was only a few minutes, but when I woke up, I felt wonderful. So I've ex- I've dabbled in meditation on the Calm app. A couple times I listened to this gorgeous, like, David Attenborough vibe mm-hmm. of a man talking about... It was a British man on this one, too. Yeah, he was talking about the lavender fields of Provence. I feel like I've spoken about this on the podcast before. And I definitely understood the allure, but not enough to put me to sleep. Like, you want to put me to sleep, you have to kill me. Like, I can't just slip into sleep. I want you to try it. Will you try I, it for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. have I led you astray? Next year you'll be, like, coming out with a meditation... <laughs> app that like is your biggest newest thing i mean i'll definitely i'll I'll be open to it for sure but um no promises okay that's all i ask is for you to keep an open mind um oh speaking of adele last night we did an episode of breaking bread Mm -hmm. which was so fun and we covered some topics that we didn't get to cover on the toast we're going to cover some today but um we did a new segment instead of our live dear toasters which was fun but like a little traumatizing this week we did toaster karaoke, and it was a blast. I had a blast. Claudia did have a blast. I, the whole episode was so much fun. We also, what my personal favorite segment was, was uh, working title, What If I Just? Yeah. And it's about everyone sharing their most bizarre intrusive. and psychopathic intrusive thoughts, which was so funny and then also concerning because when you think about the fact that, like, everyone just walks around all day with these psychotic thoughts yeah. and has to, you know, stop themselves from acting on them, it's like, what if a couple people act on them? Well, I think that is what happens. No, but I think a lot of times it's premeditated. It's not if a, a what if I just moment. Yeah, that was an interesting. We're turning into, like, a psychology podcast. Right, like, we're meditating. We're talking about intrusive thoughts. Right. We're in interviewing world-renowned Nazis like Stalin. Yeah. We do it all. It's huge. Huge. We're huge. He wasn't a Nazi, but... He wasn't? No, he's like a communist. It's a similar vibe, but... Wait, Yeah. Stalin... Stalin isn't one of like the OG Hitler boys? Goebbels? No, no, he's not part of Hitler's crew. He was... What? Like a supreme leader, but like of Russia and the communist revolution. Wait. Yeah. This is a rascal moment for me. And weirdly, so I think Hitler and Stalin started out as friends. They were boys. Because they have, like, similar interests for in sure. murdering people. Sim- similar hatred. In total control. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jews run. By. They did run. Yeah, right. That's why we're here. Right. Um, but then Hitler turned on Russia, and, and it was actually, like, a great win for the allies that's why russians liberated all right, those camps right. but then when they went back to russia and the war was over like it was not good for a really long time i just feel like my whole life like stalin was one of the boys you know like we we know their names joseph goebbels adolf hitler he's stalin. not no he's russia i'm bereft mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the right word you learn something new every day at the morning toast it's true wow how did we get here <laughs> I don't know, but I'm glad we did. Um, I'm glad we did, too. Also, since this is our last episode of the week, we should mention there's literally so much content for you guys to listen to tomorrow. Literally. This is my ninth podcast that I've recorded this week. So there's no episode Friday tomorrow, and there's no episode Monday for July 4th. But there are two brand new Patreons, um, podcast episodes, part one and part two of Things That Make Us Cringe. They were really funny to record. Um, There's a new episode of The Redheads that just came out that I am on with the girlies talking about this month's book. Um, Is that it? Uh... Patreon Redheads, 
plus this breaking bread comes out on friday plus like the interview with jill zarin all together nine podcast episodes dropped this week from your girlies and we're here to carry you through the weekend though i hope you have really fun plans i hope you don't need us you know sometimes it's a car ride yeah you're laying by the pool Mm -hmm. you need to take a mental health break i think maybe we're meditation for meditative Yeah, no, vacations are definitely prime podcasting listening opportunities. But if our views are low this weekend, I won't be upset because that means everyone's, like, living their best lives. Yeah, and we will catch you on the 5th. We'll catch you on the 5th for sure. Back in Studio Tuesday. But, you know, today's we'll episode. Back in Studio. <laughs> I'm already ready to extend. T- today's I'm episode. Like, I, haven't, I haven't been on a vacation you in haven't left year. your house in two years. No, no, no. Yeah, well, aside from COVID. But even in COVID, like, we made a little few moments mm-hmm. for, like, vacations, mom talk. I have not been on vacation in a year. No, it's been I'm really extending. nice. Fuck you all. Live your best life, girl. And not you listening. Like, you. Society. Stalin. Society. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, oh, yeah, Breaking Bread is going to be live on Spotify tomorrow. So, again, if you're looking for more stuff to do. But with this episode, I'm actually really glad we planned to do a podcast episode today because there's weirdly so many stories. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a lot of follow-ups from things we spoke about this weekend, like Travis. Um, so it's, I hate when we, like, decide to do, it like, a random extra episode, like, on vacation. Like, there's literally nothing to talk about. Yeah. But today's episode is going to fly because there's so much to discuss. I'm not worried. And we're both, like, I wish you guys could see us. I wish there was a camera on us now. No, when we're big slobs in New York. <laughs> yeah. But when we're coastal grandmothers in the Hamptons with, like, Our collared know, shirts, our, our big sun hats. Like, our hydrangeas. Yeah. No, not a nary a camera in sight. It's giving Nancy Myers. Yeah, we need someone to come take a picture of us. Um, really quickly, with, just like a, and also our, our Cheetos and turkey slices. Yeah, this, this is this table we're sitting at is not Coastal Grandmother. There's like empty vapes, disgusting no. water bottles, turkey that's been sitting out in the sun it's for three coastal hours. Coastal degenerate. That is us. That is us. Before we move on, just really like a technical thing, I just want to make sure like I'm sitting way closer to my mic. Like, do you yeah. think we're at different volumes? Should you scoot your chair? I, in? I need to scoot in, and but I'll also I'll raise my volume at afterwards. Post, yeah, post production. That's us. But yeah. I'm looking at the lines, and yours are bigger than mine. There yeah. we go. Hey, everyone. Literally everything I do is bigger than yours physically, so <laughs> that tracks. Literally. On the yeah, tracks. but even when we're both sitting close to our mics in the studio, we do have to lower your volume and raise mine because we're just, we speak at different decibels. Because why, you're always censoring me. Why is everyone expected to speak at the same decibel? I don't think that they are. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but like if you. Who's expecting that of you? I just think that's what people expect. For sure. And People are like, always expecting things. Their from expectations us. are great. Great, and not in a good way. Um, so I really don't have much else to add other than the fact that we've been on vacation for twelve hours. They've been sublime, and they've been filled with Harrylicious moments. Yeah, and we are relaxing, we're unwinding, and we're celebrating our nation's birthday. Yeah, and the fact that my birthday—I haven't even spoken about it—is in like six days. And what's on deck? Nothing. I'm too old. Like, I think the toasters remember last year I Patreoned my birthday party. I Patreon. We, like, discussed a lot about yeah, my birthday. You, you had a big dopey birthday last year. And I won't be, be that girl and again. you learned a lesson. I learned my lesson. I'm 28. It's, like, enough. I don't want to be that girl, like, kind of, like, Stassi towards the end of her time on Vanderpump Rules just being chaotic. Yeah. And it's, like, we're a little too old to be acting like that. And at least she was on a reality show and you could say it was for a storyline. so mean. What's your excuse? Um, I am on a reality show. It's called The Morning Toast. It's extremely popular. It is. It's really documentary style. 100%. Okay, now without further ado to do to do and just to let you know the Strice brothers are out here. They are killing oh my God, it. Wait, where no, no, the fuck no. is Theo's Theo? here. Oh. Bruno's inside, but they're out in the Hamptons and they are 
killing it. They're living their best lives. But I will say, like, being in a house with three dogs in a not fenced in yard is going oh. to put me in an early grave. Yeah, no, we're going to have, like, a few really bad scares this weekend. Yeah. I hope that they are just scares. But we're not going to get off scot-free without, like, heart palpitations. Without someone, like, wandering into the woods. My aura ring is going to be like, did you work out? I'll be like, no, I just lost Bryce in the woods. <laughs> yeah, no. And even if, like, Bryce is sitting next to you, that one split second where you don't see him, it's like, oh, life is over. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, it's horrifying. Bryce. Hope you enjoy your new life and your new family. (laughs) Okay, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Spritz Society. Start your 4th of July prep early with Spritz Society. Don't get caught without Spritz during this long weekend. You can order today and get our four iconic original flavors, grapefruit, blood orange, pineapple, and lemon, all in this one variety pack um, of eight cans. And they also have 16 packs. So if you want to complete your collection of flavors, you can also add our new flavor, Peach, to your cart, too. Through July 15th, you can get a discount. We have that code for you. For those who are new here, Spritz Society is a canned wine cocktail. We started the company. The company is killing it. The beverages are divine. People are loving it. Amazing shipping. You'll get your product in a seamless, seamless, gorgeous packaging, might I add. Mm. And the July 4th code, we have sales a lot, but this is probably one of our biggest. If you want 20% off your order of $100 or more, use code JULY20. If you want 25% off your order of $150 or more, use code JULY25. Let's get ready to red, white, and spritz. SpritzSociety.com is the website. Tell them Jackson Claude sent you. That should be a promo code, Jackson Claude, J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Yeah. And Claude. Because you can't put an ampersand in a promo code. So, Claude, what's your favorite spritz flavor? Grapefruit, for sure. What's yours? Peach these days. Peach is really good. It was grapefruit, and then it was usurped by the usurper. Yeah, it's the Aries Targaryen of Spritz Society flavors. Yeah. Have we already made that joke? I think we made the joke about something else. Okay, let us know. Whenever we say something usurps, we then go into Aries Targaryen mode. That's where you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I didn't also realize you were watching usur- me so close. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I go. I always think the usurper is Joffrey Baratheon because he was not the real heir. Wait, who do they say is the usurper in the show? The Targaryens. But also, is Robert Baratheon the usurper? Black of hair? No, but because he usurped from the Targaryens, like no. But who do they used to call the usurper? I think the maybe, Targaryens. I think maybe Robert. No, Targaryens are like the OG OTP. I don't know why my memory just goes to, like, them having, the Targaryen family having, like, the stigma. No. Mm, I don't know. I think, okay, let me just search, because we're on a computer, which is so exciting. The Usurper. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Also, speaking of Game of Thrones, you know, Logan Paul had. King Robert Baratheon. Okay. Logan Paul, you know the guy who played the Beast? That big ass man in Game of Thrones who, like. Oh, gouge yeah. that guy's eyes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mountain. Sorry, mm-hmm. not the beast. He lives in Ireland, and Logan Paul had him on his podcast, and I want to watch it. Yeah. Lo- I watched, like, a TikTok where Logan was talking about it. He's like, this guy is fucking massive. Also, that guy was has, like, a previous career in... As the world's biggest man. Yeah, and, like, shot put javelin situation. He, def- he holds some sort of Guinness World Record, like, the world's strongest man, the world's biggest man, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, cool. Gotta get him on the pod. I'm- but, um... Logan traveled to Ireland. He didn't come to Logan. So I guess we're going to Ireland. guess we're going to Ireland. You'll fit right in. Thank you. (laughs) Are you ready for our first story? I am. The reason for Travis Barker's hospitalization has been revealed. So as we talked about yesterday, Travis Barker was hospitalized and reportedly it is for pancreatitis, sources told TMZ. 
The drummer was rushed to West Hills Hospital and Medical Center Tuesday morning and then transported to Cedar sinai According to TMZ, uh, his pancreas became inflamed due to a recent colonoscopy procedure. Symptoms include nausea, intense stomach pain, and vomiting. Okay, I don't really know what pancreatitis is. Me neither. But I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. And just like, if he did just get a colonoscopy, that could have caused an infection in his pancreas. Right. And it's just like, that sucks. Where did you learn what a colonoscopy was? I don't have the answer you're looking for. Keeping up back in the day when um, Caitlin got one and they she had to drink that stuff that like yeah. gives you diarrhea so your colon is clear. And I was like, what's a colonoscopy? And now I know. Yeah, I wonder if that's where I first heard it. And people say the Kardashians will teach you nothing. No. Um, so I guess my second real like interaction with the colonoscopy is still with the Kardashians. They're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> They're on brand. They're on brand. Well... I hope he's okay. Landon was out, like, partying last night, so I do believe if his dad was, like, in real trouble, he obviously wouldn't be out and about performing and going out. So I think he's going to be okay, I, even though I know nothing about this illness. Yeah, that's very true. But I do like Was he out with Charlie? I don't know. He was, like, out at, like, some after party. Oh, we have a helicopter coming in. Oh, it is Stalin coming to get us. Uh, no, I, but that's just, like, so exciting about this, like, live alfresco toast. No, I know. I'm, like, kind of living. I hope, like, people get some birds chirping for some ASMR. I hope people like this vibe. The plane is annoying. Sorry. Like, yeah, let's sorry. Just... But people have to get to where they're going, and I'm just glad that they took off, you know? Yeah. Because that's all you can really hope for these days. So true. So true. To take off at some point, sometime, I, on some day. I am grateful to the Kardashians for, like, closing this circle, you know? Like when, letting us know. Letting us know. Because yeah, we way, were worried. And they have literally no obligation to tell us, like, what's going on in someone's medical life. But, you know, obviously I'm a curious, nosy bitch. Curious cat. I'm a curious little cat. I'm, so, like, I'm a curious little pussy. <laughs> I'm a curious little domesticated animal named, named Laurel. Laurel. What's so, that from? Nothing. I literally just oh made it God, up. Where did, you, where did you get Laurel from? No fucking idea. That's so funny. My only real, like memory or like association with the, with laurel is remember that thing that laurel went and yanny yeah it went viral like what did you hear laurel or yanny that is still the weirdest thing ever. i heard laurel i heard both at like different yeah points. of course i think they were playing with us they were going laurel laurel yanny no yeah. but like you could listen to the same one with someone and like one would hear laurel one would hear yanny yeah i can't lie i don't miss that trend in internet history where they were just confusing us like the dress the nail polish no, colors. i liked when it happened really organically like the dress is probably like one of my favorite internet moments of all time can i tell you something but then people try to manufacture other things because sometimes yes. white in a certain light does look blue mm -hmm. like no shut up so with the dress what color did you say i saw white and oh gold the whole so time. i saw blue and black if you showed me the dress now i would see blue and black i never and then like one night i was in a cab home like wasted and like i was scrolling through my instagram and i got the dress again i'm like i felt like literally i was speaking to god i was like it's white <laughs> And, and then I never saw it again. It's literally like a mirage. It's the weirdest thing. That is weird. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad, like, we're over that trend. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's Laurel and Yanny, in which case, call me. Honestly, hashtag bring back Laurel and Yanny. Totally. And I'm glad Travis Barker is hopefully, well, I don't know if he's on the mend, but I'm hoping that he is. He I hope so, too. Wishing him well. All mm. the best. XOXO. Gossip girl. Next story. Luke Combs says he, quote, struggles with weight loss. He says, I want to be around for my son. I love him opening up about just, like, new and different things, you know? And this is the most relatable thing. Yes. So he sat down with Zane Lowe on Apple Music on Tuesday and did an interview. And he said, quote, having a kid has messed up my head on this thing in the best way about his health. Quote, I want to be around. I'm fine right now. My cholesterol and my blood pressure is fine because I'm a younger guy. But by the time I'm 45, it's not going to be because of the shape that I'm in. Mm -hmm. He admitted he definitely struggles with his weight and it's something that has always bugged him. 
quote, especially when you're younger, you're like, man, I just got a, like a horrible genetic dice on this thing. He continued adding that genetics are only partly to blame for his health. It's like, not that I don't pig out because I do pig out. I'm not trying to say it's not my fault because in a lot of ways it is. Accountable king. Accountable king, also relatable king because I think for a lot of people, it's genetic yeah. and it's life choices. And I think the most relatable thing he said is like, I know what I have to do. It's not like for lack of education. Like I know what I'm doing right and I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm just like, there's, I can't find like a shit to give. Like, yeah, I can't do it, which is so relatable. I think for most people like who want to get healthy, but like fizz, like me, like I literally cannot. Mm -hmm. So I love him opening up about this. I think it's like, so cool of him and like he doesn't really do personal interviews he's like the type of celebrity who works people know his music but they don't really know his personal life which is like a really healthy balance yeah and now he's doing sent down interviews I'd love to see more from him but I also need to watch this particular one and just like get to know more but a lot of his quotes are going viral about his ticket prices have you seen this no what are they saying that he says like that he will never like raise his ticket prices that there will always be seats in whatever show he's doing that are about like 15 dollars, so that way people can come and they can still get beers and enjoy their lives and he said like even though like he makes a lot of money and trust him he does really well like it's not about the money for him that is so sweet especially when you think about um his audience, I think it's a lot of just like regular folk, mm-hmm. and I think ticket prices and like concert. A lot the of industry, blue collar boys. I know blue collar boys. I think the industry, like concert, Ticketmaster, that whole thing, like it's out of control. Mm-hmm. Like to get for like a huge artist to get like a front row seat, it's literally two thousand dollars a seat. That's just insane, especially when you think about like if you're doing a concert. Who do you want in the front row? Like your diehard fans. And your diehard fans aren't necessarily your fans with the most money. Yeah. So I just think like the whole, and that's why like you do love Taylor for having like multiple stages, stages that go so far into the crowd, even though like it is also annoying. Like the capitalist in me is like whoever paid the most should get the best seat. But like it really isn't that. And I think like we need to deconstruct ticket prices for concerts. It's a little out of control. Yeah. Also, we need to talk about Luke's new album because I've had some time to live with it and it's so fucking fantastic. Okay, I was going to bring that I'm up also. And I'm in shock at the bops after bops. And I just, I want more free time so that I can listen to it more. Okay, so I listened to it like a, a, a couple times in full. Um, and I was like, this is great. This is like another great Luke Holmes like standard album. And then on the car ride in yesterday, we listened to it about two times. And it just elevated the experience for me. Like I, I feel like when you listen to a song for the first time, it's like, what am I listening to? Yes. It's like a bunch of mosh. Mm -hmm. But then you listen to it a few times, you start to recognize some of the choruses. I am so in agreement. Like, it is so beautiful. And I feel like a lot of the songs are a little more serious this time around. Like, not as headbangery, but more like, you know, growing up, looking back on the best days of your life. Like, it's really nostalgic. Yeah. It's so good. And the duet with Miranda Lambert is amazing and you know me like new Miranda Lambert girly making it my personality mm-hmm. I love that collab he always yeah. does like premium collabs yeah he does I we need to put the album on out here more yes. uh I didn't get a chance to listen to it on the car ride because Harold was sleeping so like we just listened to like I don't know static on the radio because it's white noise <laughs> um but that's what I wanted to be listening to oh and Luke Combs also did a podcast the Nelk Boys yeah They're like boys the Nelk po- Boys are a big podcast yeah so he did Ooh. that podcast and they asked him, like, who are, who, in your opinion, like, who are the biggest country stars in country right now? He was, like, probably me and Wallen, which was, like, so cool to hear him acknowledge the fact that he totally is. Like, yeah. when you think of, like, who sells the most tickets. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I'm so sorry. I dropped oh, my phone. The only background noise is, like, us, us. being clumsy. It's, hold on. Just, I'm sorry. Just let me pick up my phone. The ads are on there. I'm not okay. Sorry, guys. The only problem also with podcasting outside is, like, the I'm sun. Sweating. The sun is beating down on us. My computer's probably going to, like, go into... 
you know, too hot yeah. mode. Okay, sorry, let me just pick up where I was. I'm sunburn. Would you guys mind listening to me put on some sunscreen? <laughs> sorry. Like, I'm no, sorry. this is an immersive this is, experience. And also, this is a new this thing is people are doing. Like, ex- when they travel, they do travel travel podcasts, like, like the new vlog. Okay. So that's us. Also, like, this is a good message. Wear sunscreen. Yeah, SPF is so important, you guys. And, like, now that we're, like, adjusting, I kind of want to take my dress off. Maybe get a tan. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Keep talking while I... Like, I'm sitting in the sun. I might as well have something to show for it. No, oh. him and Morgan Wallen are the two yes. biggest artists. I'm glad that they, like, see each other. And, like, that. that's like that's how Luke sees it. And I thought it was, like, Because very... it clearly, he sees clearly. Right. 2020 vision. I was happy that he acknowledged it. Like, not in a cocky way, but just, like, knowing his success, it was cool to see. And they were asking him, like, is there any, like, competition? Like, because that's such a natural part mm-hmm. of... Because they both came up kind of fast. He was like, not at all. Like, we've been on tour together. Like, we're actual, like, friends, like, who support each other. It was very cool. And it was a good interview. And also, weirdly, even though they're both country males singing about, you know, girls and trucks, mm-hmm. like, their music is so, so different. different. And they have, like, different audiences. Because, like, Morgan's, like, young, single. And Luke is, like, married man. Like, everyone true, loves him. Like, true. Morgan also, It's I a think, different vibe. Morgan, I think, has more girl fans. And I think Luke has more boyfriends. Oh, that's Do you agree? interesting. I, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah, I would I would agree with that. So I love that his album came out and we're getting like promo, we're getting interviews. It's such a good album. If you're into country, obviously you're going to love it. But if you're not into country, like you're dumb. <laughs> but also it's crazy that he actually probably planned it this way, that his album dropped the same week that his As son was born. Because yeah. even though, even if the baby came like a little earlier, or a little late, like it's still around the same few weeks mm-hmm. and like. He knew when the baby was coming 10 months ago. I just fucking love him. Like, that's really all I can say. Yeah. Like, I would literally take a bullet. Love. Do you want some sunscreen? Do you want to practice safe skincare? No. Okay. Sorry. Bitch, I'm literally never in the sun. Like, a little burn won't kill me. Actually. I I? did get a spray tan and you didn't. No, I didn't. And I purposely did not get a spray tan because I'm like, let me get a real tan. Mm. That never works out for me, but I thought I'd try. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Oh, um, actually, no, I'm not. Sorry. Thank you for asking. Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by Stamps.com. Yes. When you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. So why are you still taking time out of your day to go to the post office when you could be using Stamps.com? They make mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost-effective. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. They give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services that you need right from your computer. You can get discounts on Stamps.com that you cannot find anywhere else, like 30% off USPS rates and up to 86% off of UPS rates. They'll streamline your shipping process at Stamps.com with their easy-to-use software, so all you need is a regular computer and a printer. There's no special supplies or equipment required. So you'll be up and running in a few minutes printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Plus, Stamps.com will seamlessly work with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, or eBay. So if you have a side hustle, you run a small business, your whole business is online, check out Stamps.com. You could be saving money in just like stress that you don't need. Mm. Stop wasting time and start saving money when you use Stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code TOAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage in a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter code TOAST. Great. The only thing that would make this, you know, traveling podcast experience better is if you guys would let us eat. Totally, but let's not go there. I think we're pushing our luck with the plane, the sunblock, (laughs) the dropping of the phone. We keep moving the table. Like, okay. I I just feel like... As long as, like, we have, like, hiccups in our audio, but we acknowledge it, like, they don't count. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, like, trying to gaslight people into thinking it's I hate when podcasters do that. Like, I'm listening to a piece of shit, and they're like, isn't this great? Yeah. Like, no, actually, are you hearing this? And I think even though there might be some audio snags, like, I think you guys knowing that we're having such a great time. It's all, they can feel our energy. The energy. It's 
palpable. Kick the table again. <laughs> Kick the table again, okay? <laughs> I don't know if those like little kicks we give the table are picking up, but if they are, I, we're really sorry. I know. That's just like us. We, we could be doing that inside too. Don't blame the I outside. hear the kicks in my earphones, but I don't know if they get picked up on the track. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's no, move on before my computer gets too hot, just like my, my phone, phone is. A <laughs> my phone is They're not letting me use it. It has to cool down. I just want to say, while there are definitely a lot of problems with podcasting outside, I... I'm enjoying it. Like I, I don't. We're not going to record another podcast while we're here. But like, if we did, I would want to do it outside. Yeah, except in the, in shade, the shade, and so that my computer doesn't burn up. Yeah. Next story: Erica Jane must turn over seventy-five hundred thousand. Seven hundred seventy-five hundred. Sorry, I get really weird. Like sometimes when I see numbers, like I'll see the number eight hundred, and the way I process it is eighty zero. Eighty zero. What are you just what lexic. Is that called? No, because I'm reading it in order. It's like half lexic. Sometimes when I do the uh, ad reads, I do think I might have like a small bit of dyslexia. Like words, I, I see them properly, but I say them backwards. I think it's just because we talk too fast and we don't give ourselves, like our brain enough time to get to our mouth. Right. Like when I'm reading a part of the sentence, my eyes are on the next sentence. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that psychotic? Yeah. Okay. I, I do that also when I read books. Five. $750,000 earrings. Almost a million dollars pair of earrings. Erica Jane must turn over $750,000 diamond earrings from Tom Girardi. Erica Jane will be forced to give up this pair of diamond earrings from her estranged husband after a judge ruled that the Lux item was purchased with stolen funds. Damn. Judge Barry purchased Russell. Purchased by him or her? Were they a gift or she bought uh, them for herself? They were from him. Okay. Well, that does still make her look good. Like, Yeah. Because this whole time she was claiming like... She, it was Tom. That what? That was like spending the stolen money, not her. Yeah. Yeah, but if it was like his credit card, even if she like went to the store and bought it, yeah. like it's still from Tom, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, the judge noted during a hearing on Tuesday that the settlement funds from the trust account created for a class action handled by Thomas's firm. Thomas. <laughs> it was Thomas. Tom Girardi. Oh <laughs> That's his name. But why would they say Girardi's firm? Right. Okay, that's right. Yeah, no, that's definitely a weird way for them to say it, for sure. Girardi Keys. Oh, they didn't say Girardi's firm because it's Thomas's firm, Girardi Keys. But it said Girardi's firm, Girardi Keys. Yeah. Where's Keys in all of this? Such a good question. They were used to pay for the diamond earrings uh, from the account created for the class action. Oh, yikes. Well, hopefully this class action fund just got almost a million dollars. Yeah. Russell added that while he didn't believe the star was aware that the gift was bought with stolen money, she is still obligated to return them. She probably didn't know, but she could have assumed. Yeah, but, like, what if she sold them a year ago when she needed to put a down payment on her house and, like, the money's gone? Does she have to, like, come up with 750k? I think it would be, like, in her debt. Shit. Yeah. Also, it's like 750K retail, but like, what are they worth? Right. No, but so for diamonds, it's like a little different because, yes, like a secondhand diamond goes down in value, but like diamonds go up in value over time. She could still get a lot of money. No, but like, say it was from Tiffany. So you're paying like a 30% markup for the brand name, but if you go to resell it, you're not, nobody cares it's from Tiffany's. No, if it's a brand name, then she definitely loses money, but it's like from a jeweler and the diamonds are in really good shape and they're like a good quality, cut color, all that stuff. Yeah. She definitely um, could sell them. And it might have occurred to her. In the last year, maybe to sell them, and now she can't. Yeah, because that's made... a big ticket Huge. item. I wonder how many items like that she grabbed on her way out. Like, she took a whole moving truck full of stuff. Yeah. Like jewelry, clothing, bags, art, yeah. furniture. Like, she definitely has a couple things that are worth, like, a million dollars each. Yeah. And maybe over the next year, her plan was, like, over the next couple of years, sell one every few years to live. Yeah. That but plus now, housewives. if those things are being clawed back. Yeah. Have you heard of clawbacks? 
Sounds kind of familiar. Because I heard the craziest thing a while ago that I didn't realize. So, like, when Bernie Madoff, when everything was going down, mm-hmm. there were people who had invested with Bernie Madoff who had already taken their money out, mm-hmm. and they got those interest returns that he promised that he yeah. was giving people. When everything went down, they went to those people and said, you didn't actually earn that money, right. and you need to pay it back. But they got to keep their initial investment. Yes, Only but the not. But yeah, no earnings. That's and, and so, like, if they had already spent that money, though, oh. they had to give it back to like pay other victims. And of course, that's fair. But like, but like, if they don't have it, do they have to like go into debt? Uh, yeah, I don't know because it oh. wasn't their money. That no, that's definitely he was interesting. Using other people's money to pay them, and it sounds like that sh- should be fair. But, but it, if they don't have the money, then like you're fucking over more people. Or they like thought that they had this money that like this was what they had, and yeah. it's not. Wow, I didn't think about that. But then it's also just funny to be, like, currently watching Housewives and Erica acting. Like, she's so out of this. Like, her, it's all behind her. Like, right. it's not. Like, d- sit down. Give us the earrings. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's actually so crazy. Also, what the fuck does a million-dollar pair of earrings look like? Ooh, Obviously diamond, but, like, is it a big stud? Or, like, dripping, like, chandelier. chandelier. I don't yeah. Know, that's a great question. That is a great question. Do they have a picture of the earrings in the article? They did not. Of course not. New York of course not. Nothing. Mm. Yellow journalism muckraking at its finest. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for our next story? What number is it, four? It's four. Okay. It feels like a four. It does. I'm feeling great. Olivia O'Brien says that Pete Davidson broke up with her over text in 2020. The singer revealed that she briefly dated SNL Funny Man in 2020, but that he ended things through a text message in October. He texted me and was like, I'm seeing someone else, so like, I can't, she said on Wednesday's episode of BFF's podcast with Dave Portnoy, Josh Richards, and Brianna Chicken Fried. The Barstool founder, Dave, asked the star what was going on between her and Pete and she, she was I, I saw the clip Jackie she was like white in the face people didn't really know that they dated there was like yeah. one blind on Dumois it's like a very underground rumor and I guess her reaction confirmed that it was true and I didn't think she was going into that interview thinking they were going to ask her about it yeah and they brought up the Dumois blind oh. mm-hmm. so let me tell you like I love Olivia O'Brien I follow her on TikTok I think she's like such a cool girl and do you know her whole thing with Jocelyn no do you know that song we when we were together, but we're more than friends. You said you couldn't see me when she gave you head. Whoa. So please don't come around again. I hope that it was worth it, fucking Jocelyn. Who's Jocelyn? Okay. So everyone was like, who's Jocelyn? Everyone knew the song was about Logan Paul. She dated Logan Paul for a while. Oh, my God. So Jocelyn is Josie Canseco. It's pretty much been confirmed. Um, and so she and Logan, like, had this beef. But she's, like, a really good singer-songwriter. She's really up and coming. And she got to perform, like, an early set at Coachella. And she brought out Logan Paul. And he had a sign that was, like, it wasn't worth it. And it was, like, a really cute, like, close I of the chapter. I saw the sign. I had no idea the backstory. Because the song is, I hope that it was worth it, fucking Jocelyn. Wow. Don't want to fight. She's, like, really good. There needs to be, like, a publication. Maybe there is. I don't want to watch, like, YouTube drama channels. I know. But, like, a publication that covers influencer drama. We were like, just having this like conversation. Stuff like this, like, Logan Paul, sure. But also, like, so much stuff always goes down with influencers. You know, in our sphere, podcasters, podcast drama, like, who's unfollowing who. Yeah. And there needs to be one dedicated site. Well, we were we were talking about this a few weeks ago because there was, like, an influencer drama thing that we were, like, kind of, like, wanting to see what was going on with. And there's nowhere to go. Like, you have to scour Reddit and, like, read comments. And it's just not... No, but I, I don't want to hear it from, like, you know, an amalgamation Random. of people and, like, what people think happened. Like, where's the authority on, like, this is what happened? You know what should have become that? Hmm. Betches.com. Because oh. there's so many pop culture websites, and I think Betches does really, really well, especially in the podcasting space, and this isn't a slight towards them. Like, I really like those girls. I think they're really smart. But they should definitely create, like, a vertical on their website, like Betches Pod or, like, Betches Internet. Like, something yeah. where they, like, explain – because they push out, like, tons of articles every day, and it's articles that are really written up 
at page six. Like, right. they're just one of a lot of content aggregators. And if they started doing, like, full breakdowns of, like, influencer drama, podcast news, like, YouTube stuff, I think it would do really well for them. Yeah. Or, like, Elite Daily. Something yeah. like that. Elite Daily, I think, is a little too far gone into irrelevancy. Mm-hmm. But there should be a website that that has that. Yeah. Because okay. we're all, like, figuring things out from, like, a million different videos. Like, that's why nobody really ever knows. Can someone explain the Mormon mom TikTok or right. stuff? No. Where's the article? Right. Okay, let's get back to Olivia O'Brien because oh, yeah. uh, after she went white in the face, she said she didn't think anyone knew about that, and she noted that it happened a long time ago, and she still thinks he's a nice guy. Also, the Dumois blind said that he had, he had broken up with this like B-list uh, singer for Phoebe Denver. Oh, Denver. So he, I was going to ask if you think he dumped her for Kim. No, it was October 2020. She said he's hot and he's really funny and he's really sweet. He's a really sweet guy. She also revealed she finds it so annoying that guys don't get it when it comes to Pete's appeal when it comes to his looks and personality. See, the only thing I don't like about this is, like, Pete has, like, a ton of experience dating all different types of women. And it's like, you're still breaking up with girls via text. Like, it's so rude. Like, give the relationship a little bit more. If I may. Or, like, even FaceTime. The idea of breaking up with someone over text is not nice. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't recommend it. But if their relationship was so hush-hush that not a soul knew about it, really, until, like, this, then... And it was just maybe a few dates. You can end it over text. Well, that's the thing. If it was a few dates, I think it's very common for people to be like, honestly, I started seeing someone else and it's working out. Yeah. Or like, I just don't think this is right for me. They obviously weren't in a relationship if he was open to meeting Phoebe at the same time. I think that's they were true. like seeing each other. Okay, so, but them calling it a relationship, like that's misleading then. Right. And you know Because that what? makes Pete look really bad. Most people say they went out on even four dates, which is actually a lot of dates mm-hmm. because it's hard to even get to date number two. Say it was four dates, but he was also like dating Phoebe and then yeah. chose Phoebe. Like a lot of people just would never text that other girl again and ask That's her out true. again because you're true. still just dating. So yeah, the decency. I'm not falling for that. Like, I don't think she was trying to start stuff, but I think the way that the headlines are, he broke up with me over text. I don't think he, I don't think there was a relationship exclusive. Like we we're boyfriend, girlfriend, and now we're not. I'm he texting wants to stop you. dating. Yeah. I think he was just like, Hey, we're not going to go out again. And here's why. And yeah. it's a text message. Like doesn't need to be. Uh, a meeting or a phone call. That's a just... very, like, good perspective. Thank you. Um, I also just love this for Olivia O'Brien. Like, even if it didn't work out, like, she's now among the ranks of Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Kate Beckinsale. Like, good for you. Phoebe Denver. Phoebe Denver. Like, good for you. Mm-hmm. I hope, like, she has a really, like, big music career. She's really good. You've, like, totally just turned me on to her. Yeah, and she's, like, her TikTok. She's friends with Stoss, so she, like, runs in a fabulous crew. Mm. She's, like, a young Hollywood it girl. She's very beautiful, very talented, like, makes good content, stylish. I I recommend the follow. I do. Okay, on Instagram? I only follow on TikTok. I know, but you know me. And that's Maybe she posts her reels. (laughs) (laughs) Because reels people are are real real people. people. Don't forget that. Don't. You dare. And are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is some real people and some real love? Is it the fifth and final story that's brought to you by the Green Pet Shop? Yes. Oh, my God. That's the perfect sponsor for this episode because the Strice brothers are on fire out here, and they're loving their cooling pads from the Pete Pet Shop. We've been talking about their cooling pads all week, and today I have another product to talk about because they do CBD. So if your pet freaks out at fireworks or loud noises, with July 4th coming up, there's, like, a lot of drama with dogs and fireworks. It can really scare them. The Green Pet Shop has the perfect solution. They're going to help your pets stay cool, calm, and collected on the 4th of July with their award-winning CBD pet care. So with other CBD, like edible treats or oils, your puppy gets way less CBD. CBD, but that's not the case with the CBD pet care from the Green Pet Shop. It's an easy-to-use calming and soothing gel that applies directly to the skin on their ear for 100% absorption. So CBD pet care, you head to the Green Pet Shop CBD.com. It's a different website than their gel cooling pads, which are great too. So it's the Green Pet Shop CBD.com. You can add two gel pens to your cart to get one for free now through July 4th. Again, two pens to your cart 
only pay for one at thegreenpetshopcbd.com. You can keep your pets extra chill this July 4th with the Green Pet Shop's award-winning cool pet pad. That's what we've been talking about all week if your dog's going to be spending time outside. It's an amazing, amazing thing for them. Their paws can get really hot on the concrete or around the tiles around your pool. We've been having that problem all day today, even inside if you have no AC. It's a great way to just make sure your dog is being taken care of. For a cool pet pad, use code TOAST at thegreenpetshop.com for 20% off. That's TOAST at thegreenpetshop.com. Check it out and make sure your dogs are well taken care of this July 4th. Yeah. Love that. Perfect sponsor for today because the Stress Brothers, they are the faces of the Green Petco, even though they didn't land the Gucci campaign for Gucci that Pet campaign. campaign. I was going to let it slide. Thank, you also let, I called it the Pete Pet Shop when I meant Green. I was just, I was being generous today. I'm honestly a little too hot. To I like actually have, I have fingers. something coming for you. Um, it's on its way if you just want to turn around. Oh my God, Zach brought us drinks. Fuck yes, I'm Cold dying over here. drinks. Thank, Thank you, babe. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, these are lemon zest Pellegrinos. Ready for this ASMR? And if you missed that one? But I won't slurp in the microphone. Oh my God, I'm like not okay. Also, hot take, no offense to Pellegrino because I'm like a huge fan of their brand. These canned seltzers in the lemon zest flavor taste like asshole. Like, do you, are you tasting ginger? Oh my God, I would have requested something else for you. No, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I'm not going to complain because that was the best sip of liquid I've ever had in my life as the hot sun beats down on me. No, my hot phone is going to leave a mark on my thigh. Like, it's so hot. <laughs> okay, now we can continue yeah. on. That was really important. You're welcome. Thank you so much. What can I say except you're welcome. welcome. Okay. Fifth and, and final story. story. Some real people, some real love inside Kate Bach and Kevin Love's wedding. A great Gatsby inspired ceremony at the New York Public Library. You so guys, this story is like getting bigger and bigger. It snuck up on us and we thought that we really missed talking about it and that we were going to be like bandwagon people mm -hmm. obsessing over this wedding. We talked about it last night on Breaking Bread. About the way that this story is making us feel. And over the last 12 hours, like, we're falling even more in love with the loves. So for those who don't know, first of all, her name is going to be Kate Love. Oh, that's so iconic. Kevin Love is a big basketball player, like, really popular. Um, what team it, does he play for? The Cleveland King Charles Cavaliers. Um, and I actually have a really funny story about Kevin Love that I forgot to say on Breaking Bread mm. last night. Do you know how I know who he is? Good thing we do multiple podcasts. Nine per week. <laughs> do you know how I know, know who he is? Obviously, I don't follow basketball. How? So a million years ago, before we started podcasting, and I was like in the digital world, but I wasn't sure like what my exit strategy was going to be. Um, one of the things I used to do was like make a lot of different Instagram accounts and just like aggregate followers on like, I had like 20 accounts at some point. Mm -hmm. And they were always like different categories. And I had a food one. It was called Hungover and Hungry. And it was just like food porn. Remember when food porn was so big? Yeah. Um, and I used to use all these third party apps to like show me famous people or verified people or people with a lot of followers who follow my accounts. And I ran it once for Hungover and Hungry, and that's how I found out that Harry Styles follows the account. And fun fact, he still follows the account that hasn't posted in probably four years. Yeah, so that I wouldn't share that factoid because it makes him following Gwange like less Yeah, like, okay, cool. Whatever. Moving Sorry. on. Um, and Kevin Love was one of the per people with the most followers who followed Hung Hungover and Hungry. I should see if he still follows it. Give me one oh second. Oh, my God. And I was like, Ben, who's Kevin Love? He's like, oh, my God, so sick. Like, you know, like classic <laughs> NBA. So um, that's how I know who he is. And then Kate Bach is like, oh, he follows a lot of people. I feel like he definitely still could. He's not. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. good. He that's good. Out. Yeah. Good. So he married Kate Bach last week. 
Um, she is a Sports Illustrated model. She's been on the cover. She's really good friends with Emily Didonato, who, of course, is a friend of the Toast. And I've seen her on Instagram a bunch, and she's, like, so beautiful. Um, but I've never really cared, like, not cared. I've never really ventured into learning more about her. Mm-hmm. But her wedding was written up in Vogue, and people have just been obsessing over it. And rightfully so. If you look into this wedding, it was at the New York Public Library. Her and Kevin are both literally, like, the most gorgeous human beings Supermodels. ever met in your life. She's so beautiful. Her dress, her whole wedding was very, like, Ralph Lauren themed. He obviously made her dress, which I just read, had two million beads hand sewn into it, which is insane. Their um, rehearsal dinner was at Polo Bar, which is so sickening. Um, And it's just amazing. Like, first of all, the people who were there, celebrity-wise, because he plays in the NBA, LeBron James and his wife, Rich Paul and Adele, um... I don't know, like a lot, Russell Westbrook, like other big basketball players. And the wedding just looked so cool. Like, you know, people give out flip-flops, like, mm-hmm. and socks. Like, they were giving out Air Force Ones to every single person, like, brand new, white. It was so sick. No, so gorgeous. The pictures are stunning. Also, it was a Jewish wedding. Mm. They got married under Talis they signed with a ketubah. ketubah. And it's just, like, Kate the Nafis is shepping off of us. I didn't think I could be more obsessed with the wedding until I saw Kevin Love holding a pen to a ketubah, which is a Jewish marriage license. It's in Hebrew. I'm like, is that a fucking ketubah? <laughs> There's literally no way. And then I was Googling Kevin Love Jewish, Kate Bach Jewish. She's Jewish. A Jewess. We love to see it. A Jewish goddess. I just looked at her. I'm like, you're not Jewish. That's what I was like, Kevin must be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so spectacular. I encourage you to look at the pictures and really just enjoy and go down a rabbit hole. Emily Donato was a bridesmaid, so obviously, oh, like, she toasty has energy. Friends. Yeah. I feel like Kate, like, there's a small chance she's a toaster. Small. Very well, small. Well, no, after we release this episode. Yeah. Well, it's just everything of the sort. And I, I really wasn't expected to be so taken by a wedding so shortly after the Pelts Nicola, Beckham yeah. wedding. And this is just giving somehow more. And they really released a lot of photos to Vogue. And it's obviously getting picked up everywhere, but Vogue is the exclusive. And they're not giving us very little. Like, we got before, during, after party. She had so many different dresses that were so cute towards the end. Obviously, her main gown was breathtaking. Mm-hmm. They're giving us a lot of content. And, of course, pictures of all the celebrities. You see a picture of Rich Paul, Adele, LeBron, and his wife. And it's just, like, it's iconic. Yeah. And you know what? It makes me realize sometimes we try and, like, manufacture celebrity yes. relationships. And we're like, if Chloe would just go out with Bill Hader, like, the world would be, be restored. Better. But it's like, there are so many celebrity celebrities out here, like, finding love with each other that we don't even know about this until something, like, this happens. And it's like, maybe the world is going is healing nature is healing yeah no because i never would have put these two together they never even came across my radar and now i've literally never been more obsessed with a couple in my life like catch me following kevin love on instagram okay right right. and they have a cute dog who they incorporated like you just you love to see everything Mm -hmm. they don't have a cavalier which would only make this better (laughs) it would be honestly too much i would feel like it would be a little too on the nose too like he plays for the cavaliers right yeah no but they should have one plus it's cleveland so like even though she has probably has to go there for games like then she's in cleveland what could be better right and them getting married at the new york public library is so iconic it was also like classic new york you know like saint regis they got ready a lot of their pictures were at the saint regis it was just very classic and you don't get that from celebrities you get like you know mysterious yeah. and one of a kind but like this is just like a new york moment and we yeah. have very little of them these days and not to make everything about me but i actually have been to a wedding at the new york public library and it is so spectacular it's so Carrie Bradshaw of course Mm -hmm. you think of her at Wedding with Big it's so over the top it's so glamorous and I can imagine that like just to be in that room was like sickening 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 was Adele there yes wow yes with her boyfriend did she sing oh I feel like that would have been in the article yeah and I'm sure like she like she goes to the wedding but not the uh Queen's Jubilee right Hmm? what's going on with Adele I don't know. Something. 
I feel like something's not right. Like, I know she, like, looks really happy, and I hate to, like, be that person. Yeah. But, but it's like, just, like, she's so MIA. Yeah, you don't turn down for performing for the queen when, like, you're in a good place, right. is how I feel. But and then everyone's of, different. The Vegas thing was, of course, shocking Big to everyone. Big red flag. Yeah. BRF. So, we'll see. Yeah. She looked really happy in the pictures, though. Oh, great. Yeah. So, that's our show. We are sufficiently sweating, but we have... <laughs> Really enjoyed this experience, so I hope that you did too because maybe we'll do it again sometime, maybe next year, July, for fourth weekend again. Yeah, let us know if you hated or liked the outside um, audio. And until then, we're back in studio on Tuesday, or we're back on the podcast on Tuesday. We'll mm-hmm. see if we make it back to the studio. We might have to move out here because it's so gorgeous. So gorgeous. And don't we just seem like lighter? Definitely. And if you're looking for more content this weekend, just remember there's like 300 episodes on Patreon. Two new ones dropped this week. There is Breaking Bread, our live show that is now available on demand starting Friday. Redhead's new episode is dropping today a week early because you guys deserve it. All of the TNN shows, there was a new episode of The Snatchler. Mood, Lauren is traveling throughout Europe and she's like blog podcasting. Love. So there's so much good content. Check it out. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Monday Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you are watching this on YouTube, Please subscribe. No, well, you're not watching this on YouTube. We're yeah. also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you personally listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing July 4th weekend. Stay safe. We love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.